Welcome back to Morning Glory. Now uh, it's time for sound advice, and today Jack Johns invites you to roll a spliff, drop some acid, <laughs> and inject a bit of hammer. It's Pink Floyd's <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. Right on, dude. Uh, Jack Johns, welcome. Morning, fellas. How are you? <laughs> Good, mate. Uh, have you seen or heard from Uncle Joey? Uh, I have not. I have not. Um, let's let him be, eh? Yeah. Make six of us. <laughs> uh, now, mate, confession off the top, Jack. I have never, I've never gotten Pink Floyd. I just, I, I, I don't quite get it. I... It's, it wasn't music that was played at all really in our house. Are you a fan? Yeah, yeah, I am a fan, actually. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, it doesn't really come across as your sort of music, Cobber, does it? Um, no. But, um, you know, uh, Lido Shuffle's sort of down more your alley. Yeah, shout out to Boz Skaggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, now, Jack, before we get underway, like a bit of trivia off the top. The Wizard of Oz link with this album. Yeah, I saw, I saw an interview with Roger Waters he talks about it because um, he wrote most of the lyrics for the album uh, and he talks about how the rumour was in the 90s that if you started Dark Side of the Moon, the vinyl, as uh, the third roar from the MGM Lion for The Wizard of Oz, um, it synchronised with the movie. But uh, Roger, Roger Waters said it was complete bullshit in an uh, interview. Yeah, look. A couple of guys I know watch it. They'll watch it every six months all together. Granted, they're on the – they're having a jazz cigarette. Okay, so make of it what you will. Arthritis, look, you know, the, but, yeah, the it's, a, it's a big cabbage. thing. Yeah, the MGM grind, the third roar, you go bang, and they reckon it, it, it matches up. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Anywho. <laughs> which, which part? The watching it or – All of it. <laughs> Jack, Jack, I'll ask you this question right now. Uh, this album, are you more inclined to say this album is slightly overrated or this is one of the 10 greatest albums of all time? Uh, I, 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 I do reckon it's one of the great albums of all time. I just think um, some of the music, like some of the, the work done in the meaning behind some of the songs is pretty good. Um, it's, their, it's their eighth studio album. Uh, it was in 1973 it came out. It's, it's, it's the 10th best-selling album of all time. I think... It is a pretty out there album, but for it for it to be that um, mainstream for a bit of a different sort of take on music, it, it has to be. It, it's up there as one of the great albums. It, yeah. was, it was on Billboard Top 200. It's in the Guinness Book Guinness Book of World Records. It was on the charts for 11.4 years. What? Wow. Yeah, Top 200, 11.4 years, wow. 591 consecutive weeks, and sold over 34 million copies. <sighs> So there you go. Very oh, popular, aren't they? Jack, what are the big songs on the album? Yeah, yeah. So off the top, the as he's played, as we introed in, the main single was Money. Um, that's um, the main track. And then you've got songs like Eclipse, uh, songs like Time, which is my favourite song. Um, and then you've got like The Great Gig in the Sky. The, the, the thing with the Pink Floyd albums that people – and a lot of the older albums, especially The Wall, a few years earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, each song goes into the other. Yeah, right. Okay, so it's almost theatrical. I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're a bit like that. This, this is my favourite fact. Apparently Australian radio listeners 
That's our viewers. Voted the album the best album to have sex to in 1990. What? <laughs> God. There you go. There's what, a fact, which mate. Which ones? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Time. Something tells me. <laughs> Like brain damage, I would say that given it our listeners, <laughs> I think we'd all agree that the mu- that, that the songs go too long. <laughs> you're more, you're you more the Ramones. Yes, <laughs> you need a good sub edit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, a radio edit. So, Jack, who's the main genius? The main genius of Pink Floyd. Oh, well, they talk about their the, the main um, band, main band members that had a lot of input in this album was David Gilmore and. And Roger Waters did the – he actually – this is the first time he ever took full reins of the lyrics. But before that, on their albums, that Sid Barrett, who um, was their – the original front man and, and the main lyricist for their albums, he he was um, – in late 67, was heavily influenced by um, uh, LSD. It's been well, well um, documented. And in an interview with Roger Waters I listened to pre, uh, recently, he talks about he's – like Sid's uh, influence on the album um, and later albums, because he had to leave the band um, yeah. late '68 uh, simply uh, simply due to. Um, well, he talks about he was dancing on the edge of schizophrenia due to some of these um, the the use of drugs, and um, it, it let, he had to leave the band due to mental illness, and and this forced uh, members like David Gilmore and and Roger Waters to sort of set up um, step up. Uh, especially when doing this album and and albums later on, like "Wish You Were Here," the, the song "Wish oh, You Were yeah. Here" is um, it's all about uh, Sid Barrett and how they wished he was there with the band. But talking, it, it, it's pretty dark how they talk about how he went on a sort of period where he went missing and they just they just couldn't um, couldn't work with him anymore. Mm. See, that, "Wish You Were Here" that's a good, what that's a great a, song. That's a song. That's, They're not all because no, cool. Sid never saw the band become, you know, the band. The band, and they were sort of like. Uh, if only you know you're there for that. But David Gilmore, it's it's true now that Gilmore and Waters despise each other. Jack, is that right? Yeah, they've had a. There's a. Oh, it's, it's David Gilmore, but it's more it's more it's like so Roger Waters versus everyone. It's more like Roger Waters versus the entire uh, rest of the band. It's been like a forty year feud, uh, mainly to do with money, tax avoidance, limp sinking, a lip sinking. There's there's a million reasons. Drugs. That, that as well. <laughs> hey, 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 Ben, it's Pink Floyd. Right? <laughs> uh, Jack, a, uh, anything else to finish with, mate? Yeah, they, uh, the band actually um, had a heavy input in um, the budget for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. They were, um, wow. they were massive. Huh. Um, yeah, the band members were, were long-time watchers of Monty Python's Flying Circus on the BBC. And then when they, uh, the comedy group ran into some trouble raising funds, um, after Dark Side of the Moon... The, the band had plenty of cash, so they actually helped um, finish off the budget to, to make the movie. Now, which, which Monty Python one was Holy, it again? Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Well, that's interesting because George Harrison was was the main – funded – was nearly all funded uh, Life of Brian. Yeah, right. George Harrison, yes. Yes, ended up uh, doing very well out of it. Uh, like the Australian cricket side in Crocodile Dundee. What? Yeah, that one. Yeah, no. the Australian cricketers. So when World Series cricket happened, and John Cornell was the genius behind that, he told Dennis Lilly and Rod Marsh and those guys, "Mate, there's an Australian movie coming out. Oh, yeah, Just right. invest all your World Series yeah, cricket yeah, money into that. Yeah, wow. and it went something like twenty times the money back. Probably yeah, more. Yeah, it did. It did. Incredible yeah. numbers. Jack, Good mate, investment. great job, mate. 
Take care, fellas. Have a good uh, have a good weekend. What's, what's planned for your buy round? What are you What are you up to? Well, there's a few of us going to back up and play some minutes in reserve grade tomorrow. So against Parramatta, so there'll be there'll be a fair few of us, uh, you know, um, getting some minutes in while um, yeah. getting some K's in the legs, Cobber. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Up at Cessnock too. Yeah, Gary said he'll be there. Rang me last night. He's, he's, he's sitting there at the couch with a. Yeah, stubby. What? What? You know what he's drinking. Yeah, yeah. What, the, the game starts at two o'clock. We'll just see if he can stay awake till then. <laughs> Good on you, Jack. Go well, pal. See you, Cobber. Right, on, mate. And same to you, son. Uh, we'll take a break with our tips coming up pretty soon.